go. Record. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> now, why we have getters? Yeah, I know. Why we have getters here? Um, just small information about the wine we are selling for now, because this will change. But if you get the logic, then it doesn't matter how the wine will change, which grape we'll use, which color um, it will be. The principles are the same. So if you get, understand the principles, the ideas behind it, information behind it, then it doesn't matter whenever, whatever wine we change into. So this is what we're working with now. Uh, we'll just first go through some easy information and then we'll do some practical stuff. What we have already done in the past workshops, for some that was, was, were there, they already know. For some that weren't there, they don't know, so they can know exactly how we do it. Then we go to the tasting part so you can understand the wine a little bit more for yourself. Because I can imagine none of you really drink wine intensively. Who does drink wine regularly? Different wine? Yeah. Or like going out? Okay, so two person. <laughs> and who has watched the video? I've put a video online. No, no. Which one? Yeah, the wine video no, from Gary Vaynerchuk no. in the no. event. Oh my God, come on, guys. That was the smallest amount of homework because then you have already background information to go with the tasting in a minute. Okay. Um, so as you know, we have divided the wines, the ex the wine parts of the cards in three or four components, uh, categories. So you have the white wine, red wine, the rosé, and the bubbles. The rosé is not really spectacular, so we just have one now. It's the rosé d'Anjou. I can tell you now already, it's kind of on a sweeter part of the wine spectrum for the rosé. So if they are asking, have you dry a dry rosé? Answer will be probably no. But in the new car, we will have AIX. It's a really a big brand in the Netherlands, I hear from a wine supplier. So that one will be more on a drier side of the spectrum for the rosé. But for now, we just have the rosé in Danjou, from the region Danjou. It's really well-known region. Doesn't matter where you go in all the restaurants, you see rosé Danjou, you already know. Because why not, first of all, you have the grape, what it is, the vineyards and the region. So from the same region, you can somewhat expect what kind of rosé it will be. Still follow? Okay. Um, moving on. For the white wine, we have on the card, as you can see, eight bottles. From which five we serve per glass on this side. And three we only serve by bottle. That is because of the amount of price. No one will pay for here. Eight euros and nine euros per glass. So that is why we don't serve um, those wines per glass. Um, how do you remember and recognize wine? There is four ways we can get wine. Uh, the initial way how we do is like aligned with the supplier with the beer, our drink supplier, we have the wine supplier. They call it the in-house in wine um, supplier. Then you can choose, if you go rogue, you can go to our competitor. For instance, Heineken has 
uh, Alton and Bullen. That's another wine house, but if you find their wine collection nice and you have worked with it before, you're familiar with it, you can choose to go uh, get the wine there. Third way, you can buy in from a uh, um, big uh, restaurants, uh, grocery store like Sligro, Hanos Macro, they have a wine house collection as well. And then fourth way, which most Chinese entrepreneurs do, whichever where is a discount, we buy in. They'll just sell white red rosé. Because it's on the car white red rosé, there is no specification about grapes, where it comes from, which price category, which vineyard, whatever, whatsoever, so they can go that route, the fourth route. But we have the first route, so if you go out and dine somewhere else, you see some of those brands, then you kind of already know which other wine they have also. Just by seeing one brand, you can see more. Because it's, it's like a collection of wine. We have Walgraf and Essex, that is uh, the in-house for InBev. So everyone that has InBev and works with their in-house wine supplier, they will have those brands. So if you see the FIFA La Vida Chardonnay, then you already know, okay, that's probably the same way. I don't even have to say this. I know how it tastes like. Um, so this is the package we're working with. Obviously, they have way more wine. Like Walgraf and Sox has like, I don't know, four, 500 type of wines. Just um, within a spectrum of price range, obviously, we are on the really low end of the um, cheap end of the spec spectrum of the price range. So you might think this is expensive. We have way more expensive wine elsewhere. But we don't sell it here because of the price range that is allowed for the customers here. Okay, so this one is really easy. doesn't even matter where you go. It's always German. It's always sweet wine. So if people is going to ask you where your sweet wine come from, if you're selling wine in the Netherlands, probably from Germany. Like you can even close your eyes and better and the next one we have a blend wine unlike we sell it we say just for uh, short uh, fast purposes the Fedejo but actually it's a blend wine as you can see on the back side it's from Spain then we have the Chardonnay the Sauvignon Blanc and a Guichot why do we choose those because our philosophy was to have different types of grapes. So you people that are into one kind of grape, they have already one option. You see sometimes if you go out to eat, like at Hart or um, NRC Rotterdam, they have some combination of those, but three, three variations. I find that really confusing to my, because I'm not an expert. So I don't see the nuance between a blend of this or a blend of this. I would rather have like, Okay, this is a Pinot Grigio, this is a Sauvignon Blanc, this is Chardonnay. This one actually is a blend because it's one of the easy ones to sell. Uh, but those three are really specific. Same goes for here. Those are really specific grapes. They are not blends, but you see them elsewhere. Same goes, especially same goes for the red wine. Most of the red wine is blend because it's blended. Uh, because if you look at the specific grapes, it's really hard to drink for uh, beginners. And that is why in every expensive red wine is most of the time a blend of different grapes. Because then you have like the characters of every grape 
within the blend and it makes it easier to drink and that is why the price is always most of the time higher because it's a difficult process to do that. It's not like you have one type of grape which is product, put in production then you have just the Cabernet Sauvignon. If it's a blend it's more difficult. So for the red wine also we selected specific grapes for the glass when we sell the wine per glass. So we have the Sinfandel which is sold out again now everyone knows. Um, then the Chigas Malbecs actually are blend and the Cabernet Sauvignon is obviously just one grape. Next two are just sold per bottle. The Merlot is also a grape and then the Bordeaux is a region. But if you see a Bordeaux it's most of the time is a blend like always actually. Uh, in our new card we'll have even more Tempranillo even another grape in the red so that is another specific so when we choose we would like to choose single grapes so even for you guys to explain it's more easy because you don't have to tell oh it's a blend 85% um, uh, the Syrah and 20% Merlot you know you, you can just tell, tell them this like the Pinot Grigio etc um, we'll get to taste those those in a minute so you can see the nuances between the dryness and the sweetness of the wine. For those that don't drink often, you don't notice any difference. Another important note for wine, it's like beer. They say before you have drunk 1000 glasses, you probably won't notice any difference between the wine or beer. So you actually have to, your palate, your, your, your tongue, your palate, taste palate has to, has to get used to the tannins and the tastes uh, that is within the bottle for the wine. So as well, the more often you drink it, the more familiar your palate will get used to the wine. And after a while, you'll notice the difference, and after a while, you'll notice the quality of the wine. Then you actually can say, wow, this is really crap. I'm paying six euros for that, no way. Or you're saying, oh wow, I'm paying six euros for this really good quality. But that is only and only after you drink a lot. So it's not only you if you find wine disgusting in the beginning. It's the same way with beer, at least for me. Like my first 100 bottles were like really disgusting. I don't even know the difference. But after a while, from my 101 bottle, I started to notice small differences. Same thing for wine. The more often you drink, the more comfortable you'll get with the wine. So that's the background information so we'll dive in with the practical stuff how to serve it which way to serve it and and which order 